Welcome to the show, everybody. Welcome to episode eight of the Value Vault podcast. This is actually really getting exciting now. First off, I want to give some, I want to give some love to those of you tuning into these, um, to these episodes, but then also sharing it as well on your social medias. It's um, it's still quite surreal seeing it. To be fair, just knowing that people are actually listening to this, and I don't know, there's something pretty special about knowing that somebody is taking time out of their day to listen to my material to grow and develop themselves. It's just quite surreal. <laughs> it really is. So I want to start off with gratitude for that. I really do love and appreciate it. And yet again, you know, for those of you who do listen to the show and feel like there's value in it and just feel like it can genuinely provide value to other people and share it because we do live in a day and age where it's needed more than ever, this type of material. And for those of you new to the podcast as well, huge welcome. It's a blessing to to have you here. And my intention within everything that I do within the brand, within the podcast, it's ultimately just to provide you with the awareness, the understanding of the power that's actually in you, you know, because there is power within you. But I want to take it a step further and I want to ignite the courage for you to actually tap into it because it does take courage to tap into the unlimited potential that's actually inside of you. It does take courage. And it's kind of what I want to talk about today on the episode because I am in the middle of creating a course for those of you who, you know, find value in what I do, the knowledge that I've got on personal growth of the mind, of development. I am in the middle in the process of creating a, a course that's going to be a guide to guide everybody through this and one thing that I've realized within it is I've actually had my own limiting beliefs on this fear of judgment, on this fear of people's opinions, on me doing this. And funnily enough, it's actually one of the, it's going to be one of the sections within the course and fundamentally breaking down how anybody throughout history who has had an impact in the world, in whatever size, in whatever shape or form, and ultimately, you know, just are remembered for being an incredible human being, you know, not necessarily making millions, but just showing us truly what's possible within us and evoking that feeling of inspiration inside of us, you know, whether that be Gandhi, whether that be Martin Luther King or Nelson Mandela or Thomas Edison or uh, Nims Perger, you know, all, all of these people who... When you hear of their stories, when you hear the journeys, the triumphs, the success, they ignite that feeling of inspiration inside of you. And I think it's important for all of us to understand truly that anybody throughout history who has been an embodiment and an example of the potential that we as human beings have within us, anybody and everybody who has went through that journey and expressed that and shown that, has had to overcome their own trials and tribulations. They've had to. They've had their own limiting beliefs. They've had their own fears. They've had the same things which may be holding you back right now. They've had them, but have still took action, have still pushed through it, have still overcome adversity and obstacles and ultimately prevailed and ultimately left a legacy, left an impact 
in the world. Now, that might not necessarily be it's known worldwide. That might just be within their family. That might just be within their hometown. That might just be within their circle or amongst one person. One person might have that person as remembered as just being an incredible spirit, an incredible loving person, an incredible person who really highlighted the potential realities that are at hand when we do decide to embark on the journey of self-mastery, embark on the path of discovering ourselves, discovering our purpose, passions, and ultimately stepping into a way of living and operating, which is an excellent, beautiful demonstration of the power and capabilities that we all have within us. When we push through the story that we're not good enough, when we push through the ridicule and the opinions and the judgments of ourself, of our friends, of our family, of our environment, of people on social media, of whoever. And I think it really is important for us to understand that all of these people who, all these people who achieve great things, whether that's Marcus Aurelius, whether that is Thomas Edison, you know, Thomas Edison, for those, those of you who don't know, he was the man who created the, the light bulb, right? He was the man who created the light bulb. Now, Thomas Edison, I'm sure it's Thomas Edison. He was actually, yes, it was. It was Thomas Edison who was expelled from school. Not expelled from school, but dismissed from school. And the teachers told his mother that he's not bright enough. He's not smart enough. And I think they might have said that he's got sort of like learning disabilities or something. And they dismissed, they dismissed them from school. And what his mom didn't tell him was the reason why he was dismissed from school was because school didn't think he was good enough or smart enough. They actually labeled him as a literally dysfunctional and had learning disabilities. And she actually told him the polarity of a story. They actually said that he's too smart enough, that they don't actually have the means and abilities of being able to educate him. And I'm sure he went down the homeschooling route. Now, that was a man who was dismissed for being told he wasn't good enough for not being smart enough and ended up being somebody who created the light bulb. That is a man who has been, been able to provide us with the luxury and the means of being able to illuminate the darkest parts of the world to allow us to be able to navigate the roads on a night. All, all of these types of things. And that was a man who he underwent 10,000 attempts to create the light bulb, 10,000 attempts to create the light bulb. 10,000 attempts. Let that just sink in for a moment. 10,000 attempts it took him to actually create the light bulb. I think his journey for me is just an excellent demonstration of the power of persistence, the ability to not see these setbacks as failures, but as lessons. You know, when a reporter asked him, Mr. Edison, how... How did you deal with overcoming the failures of failing 10,000 times? And his response was beautiful. And it was that I didn't actually feel 10,000 times. I just found 10,000 ways in which it didn't work. That is an incredible, an incredible example of just reframing a situation. So there might be areas in your life where you are on that same path, where you are taking many attempts to better yourself. It might be to get off the drinking. It might be to get off the drugs. It might be to start going to the gym. 
to eating clean, to eating healthy, to making money online, to replace your job. It might be whatever it is, and you will undoubtedly be getting met with either resistance, ridicule, judgment of other people, hearing all of the opinions, hearing the naysayers, being told that it can't be done, that you're not good enough. And ultimately, you might be coming across your own setbacks in terms of the the result, the gain, you know, the accomplishment of what you want. And it's in those moments where if you're able to adopt the mindset of I am not feeling, I am just finding another way that doesn't work and I am grabbing the lesson from within this, that is the moment that we begin to incultivate the the, the power of perspective, the, the power of really demonstrating the control that you actually have as a creator. You know, and Napoleon Hill, he also spoke about this as well. He says, every every adversity, every adversity. Now, an adversary, adversity is just something which it can be something which can be really testing. It can be um, it can be quite damaging. It can be quite destructive. It's just something which is adverse. You know, it's a negative scenario, let's say. Now, he said in Think and Grow Rich that every adversity comes with it, a seed of an equal benefit. Meaning everything that's bad or that you perceive to be bad or negative in your life right now has within it a seed of an equal benefit. The seed of an equal benefit. What does that actually mean? It means that whatever you're going through right now, if you were to look hard enough, you will be able to grab the lesson needed that you've had to learn for you to then implement, for you to then grow and overcome what you are going through to ultimately become the person who you need to be in order to live the way you truly want to live in your heart of hearts. But it's only when we adopt the mindset like Thomas Edison did, of I have not failed 10,000 times, I just found 10,000 ways in which it didn't work. What you were going through right now, you have to go through for you to grab the seed of its benefit, for you to get the lesson needed, for you to learn and implement so that you can become the person who you need to become in order to overcome the current situation. Because whatever you are experiencing right now in your life is a result of your previous thoughts, feelings, and actions which is commonly known is your personality. So your way and your personality, your way of operating and your personality up until this point is ultimately creating the reality that you are living in right now. Einstein said, you can't solve a problem operating with the same level of consciousness that created the problem. So whatever you were going through right now, the person who you are right now, right? That isn't enough to get to the next level. And that's an uncomfortable truth. I know there's a lot of things where it's like, love who you are, absolutely love who you are. Who you are is enough, absolutely who you are is enough. But fundamentally understanding that who you are right now is creating the life that you are living right now. And if you want to change the life that you are living right now, then guess what needs to change? If your personality is your thoughts, feelings, and actions, and your thoughts, feelings, and actions ultimately dictate what you do, which ultimately dictate the results that you have, it's fair to say that your personality quite literally creates your personal reality. 
quite literally. Now, just like Thomas Edison demonstrated, the ability to change your perception and perspective on what is happening and choosing to learn the lessons from what's happening. Thomas Edison quite, could have quite easily have tapped out on the fifth attempt saying, that's it, it's not working. The man got 10,000 attempts in and every time it didn't work, he didn't tap out. Yes, there would have been times where he would have had doubts, where he would have questioned actually doing it. I've got no doubt about that whatsoever. But I really do believe because of his ability to look at those setbacks and failures as a lesson and as a way of finding out that, okay, great, if I put this piece together, that doesn't work. Amazing. One down. 9,999 more to go. <laughs> His ability to do that was ultimately why he was able to achieve the, the goal, which was ultimately create the light bulb. You look at, the, you look at the, the Wright brothers, right? They were bicycle mechanics, two bicycle mechanics. I think they were from Oklahoma, I think. Now, at the time, there was no such thing as an airplane. There was a race... Um, for the for the person to get us off the air, uh, to get us off the ground and in the air. There was a race at the time for that to happen. And these were two bicycle mechanics, by the way, who have no right, <laughs> according to society, to even attempt to get ourselves off the ground. The fierce ridicule from countless people, they used to need to test their their flights at night when nobody else was around. And they would, they would need to take multiple prototypes of the plane with them because they knew that it was going to sort of like break and feel. They would quite literally need to model the plane multiple times, take it out for a singular test, knowing and understanding that something's going to happen with it. They had to do that on a night to reduce the amount of judgment and opinions and abuse and ridicule of the population as they could, right? It got to the point where their own father, right? Because he was a religious man. Their own father even said to his sons that you are going to be sent to hell for even thinking that you can defy one of God's laws, gravity. Imagine being told by your own parents that you going after your goals, you going after that thing within your heart of hearts that you truly desire to achieve and accomplish, Imagine being told by your own parents that you were going to be sent to hell for even contemplating doing that. Imagine. Imagine how many people would have planted the seed of doubt into their mind. Imagine how many times they had their back up against the wall and thought, can we actually do this with bicycle mechanics? We've got no right in even thinking that we can do this. They were up against astronauts they were up against i think it was nasa and they had the government against them who they were racing against with all of this funding all of this knowledge all of these abundance of resources right they were competing against that how many times do you think they had as a story in their mind jesus can we actually do this you know nevertheless they're gonna they're gonna done it they're gonna accomplished it nims perger he's another man who I just find one of the most incredibly inspirational primary examples of self-mastery and brilliance. He was a man who, I don't know whether you've seen his documentary or film on, on Netflix, 13 Peaks. Now, the, the summary of 13 Peaks, if you haven't seen it, you really need to see it. 
the summary of it is this this man he had this goal and this ambition to 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 conquer the 13 of the highest peaks in the world he not only desired to accomplish them but he desired to accomplish it in record rate and time now i think at the time the previous record for accomplishing this i think it was it was over the span of many years i'm not sure how many years for some reason, 17 is coming into my mind. Seven or 17 is coming into my mind. It was a long period of time. And rightly so, it's an incredibly demanding, physically exhausting and demanding task. Now, not only did he want to summit all 13 peaks, he wanted to do it in record-breaking time. And I think, I can't remember the objective. I think he said six months. I can't, I can't remember the exact number or the exact time frame. And the amount of ridicule that he got for thinking he could do that, right? He realized that if he wanted to accomplish the task, he was going to require funding and investment in order to do so for the equipment, for the time out of a job, ultimately so that he could actually do it and still be able to feed himself. And he was just getting rejection after rejection, rejection after rejection, told from pretty much everybody, it can't be done. It cannot be done. And instead of him being put off from the rejection and from the lack of belief from the outside world. He instead decided to knuckle and ground himself into it because he had an ultimate aim. He had an ultimate purpose. He had a very, very powerful reason why as to why he actually wanted to do it. So what did he do? He began social media campaigns. He began doing in-person event campaigns, um, contacting governments, contacting an abundance of people, still getting rejection after rejection, ultimately to the point where his perseverance and persistence got him the investments and led to the events following where you know he had that many people saying it was impossible that ultimately led him to actually name the project project possible right and you know I, not not to give too much away out of it he, he accomplishes the the fleet and he does it in even a shorter space of time and I think it was something ridiculous, something ridiculously short. And he achieved it. He accomplished the goal. He summited all 13 peaks and faced incredible amounts of adversities on that journey in the pursuit of summiting them. Many a times where he almost lost his life, many a times where he tripped into a lucid, um, a lucid way of operating. I think it's called Hears where your body's getting deprived of oxygen so much, you are essentially just out of it. It's like taking a drug. You just aren't consciously operating anymore, purely on instinct, purely on autopilot. And he ended up saving a couple of lives in that state. Um, amongst, amongst many, many things, he eventually needed to get permission off the Chinese government to allow access to a mountain, which had been shut off for years. You know, this was a man who defied all odds, refused to pack in, refused to quit. He persevered and achieved his goal. Now, these are just some short examples amongst the abundance of examples that are out there, which is an excellent demonstration of the power that we actually have as human beings because the common denominator amongst all of those people and yourself is that you all have a mind, you all have a brain, and you all have that same power and potential. You all have the same setbacks. You all have the same fears. 
the only thing that's separating the people who become something great and do something great, whether that's for the family, becoming a great husband, becoming a great parent, becoming a great, a, a great CEO, becoming a great business owner, becoming a great humanitarian, whatever it is, becoming great in whatever field, the only difference between those people and the people who don't do those things is a lack of vision. You know, the Bible said without, without vision, we perish. Those people had a vision for what they wanted to accomplish. Number one. Number two, they had a powerful why backed behind the vision. It's all, it's, it's all grand to have a vision. That's the first step. Get yourself a vision. The second step is get the clarity as to why you want it. Because when your back's up against the wall, when you're facing the ridicule, when you're facing the doubt, when your mind is starting to entertain the ideas of, you know, the worry, the fears, the what ifs, this happens, all of those things. And then things don't go your way as planned and things get tough and the challenges start to creep in in order for you to learn the lessons to evolve, to go to the next level. When all of those things happen, essentially when shit hits the fan, what are you going to fall back onto? What are you going to fall back onto? That's what the reason why is. That's why it's so powerful. That's why Thomas Edison was able to go at 10,000 attempts. That's why the Wright brothers resisted the fact that their own parents were trying to condemn them to hell for defying God's laws and achieve the result. That's why Nims Perja fierce the rejection, fierce the ridicule, fierce the setbacks, fierce almost death on multiple occasions and went to the extremes of getting permission of the Chinese government to open a mountain because they had an incredible reason why backed behind it. And it's that why which is going to act as a driving force. So where do you want to be? Who do you want to become? And why do you want to become that person? Understanding that you have the power and ability to become that because those same skills and values and assets that those people demonstrated and countless other people have demonstrated to become something great and to achieve something great, they all have what you have inside of you they just become awake and aware to it they decided to tap and channel into it are you doing that are you doing it are you even aware that you can do that because for so long i know that for me i wasn't even aware that i could do it i would put these people on such a pedestal and I wouldn't even think that I had that same ability in me to do that. I didn't even know it was possible. Do you think that we as well? What's it going to take for you to realize it? What are you waiting for? Why are you putting it off? Please just understand that the same power and potential that allowed those people to become great people is the same power and potential that's actually inside of you. It's just waiting to be tapped into. The first step is awareness of it. The Bible said, in all we're getting, get awareness. Awareness of what? Awareness of yourself. Awareness of your power. Awareness of your potential. Become aware of it. And understand that the same power and potential that allowed the thing that you are holding in your hand right now or the thing that you were looking at right now watching this podcast 
the sea empowerment potential that created that is within inside of you. It's just somebody channeled it. Somebody channeled it. The same brain that allowed us to experience light, artificial light, the light bulb. The same brain that created the, the telephone by Alexander Graham Bell. The same brain that created the plane. The same brain that created those things is actually within you. But what are you using your brain for? That's, that, that is my question. What are you actually using your brain for? Are you using it just to scroll through Instagram or through Snapchat or through Tinder? Are you using it just to watch porn all the time? Are you using it just to watch YouTube videos all the time? Are you using it just to spend your time on the PlayStation or the Xbox or on fantasy football or just watching the football? That's no judgment as well, by the way, because I used to do that. It's just merely an observation. What are you actually using your brain for? Because understand, there will be a relationship between how you were using your brain, how you were using your mind, and the quality of life that you have, the way that you feel about yourself, the way that you feel about your life, the life that you were actually living. There's a common denominator in that. How are you actually using it? So what's your vision? Because without it, you'll perish. Without it, you'll drift. Without it, you'll succumb the... You'll be at the mercy of life. Always just going through, feeling powerless, feeling like you've got no control, hoping for things to go the way that you want it to. Because you aren't using the creative faculties that's within you to create the life that you want to live. What are our creative faculties? It's your imagination. It's your perception, it's your memory, it's your reason, it's your will. It's all of those things. And everything starts in the imagination. Everything's created twice, first in the mind, second in reality. Napoleon Hill said that the imagination is the most marvelous, miraculous, inconceivably powerful force the world's ever known. Everything stems from imagination. Imagination is the workshop of the mind. It's the workshop of the universe. Everything stems from imagination. Everything had to come in the form of a thought before it become a thing. So what are you thinking about? Are you even thinking? Are you allowing yourself the time to think and not just have mental activity, not just allowing noise to take place in your mind? It's, are you actually thinking? Are you actually taking the time dedicated? towards focusing on, okay, who do I actually want to become? How do I actually want to live? How much money do I want to make? What type of house do I want to live in? What do I want to be doing with my time and my energy? All of these things. Because we become what we think about most of the time. Now, that's not to say most of the time we become what we think about. Whatever our most dominant thoughts are that we are thinking of most of the time, then that's what we're going to become. Because the thoughts that we think dictates the feeling that we feel, which manifests through the body as an action. And the actions that we are taking on a day-to-day -day basis are ultimately creating the results that we are living. It all stems from the thought. 
So how do you want to live? Who do you want to become? How do you want to impact? How do you want to serve? What do you want to be remembered for? Not for ego's sake, but for your own sake. What do you actually want to be known and remembered for? And then just follow the process of understanding that every single person who was responsible for every great advancement has the same power and potential that's within you. They just learn to channel it into something that lit their soul on fire and fierce ridicule for it and fierce judgment for it and was misunderstood for it and experienced discomfort, the pain and the setbacks for going after it. But nonetheless, they persevered, they angered into a reason why, they were clear on the vision, they were patient, they were persistent, and they achieved it. And you can do the same as well. The question is, when are you going to do it? So remember that the mind's the creator, your mind is the creator, and you are the observer. And your life can change in an instant the moment that you decide to change. Big love. Please share if you find value. And peace out.